Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish, a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today, on the air, on radio. What sets my book club apart is that I actually read the books. Book Club is now in session. Final question, final yes or no question, Governor. Do you think it should be legal in the state of Indiana to discriminate against gays or lesbians? George... It's a yes or no question. Come on. Hoosiers don't believe in discrimination. I mean, the way I was raised in a small town in southern Indiana is you're you're kind and caring and respectful to everyone. Anybody that's been in Indiana for five minutes knows that Hoosier hospitality is not a slogan. It's a reality. People tell me when I travel around the country, gosh, I went I went to your state and people are so nice. I mean, this is not about I discrimination. I remember watching this, this live. protecting the religious liberty of every Hoosier, of every faith. And, on and, on. and, and we're going to continue to work our hearts out uh, to clarify that to the people of Indiana and the people of this great country. Yes or no, should it be legal to discriminate against gays and lesbians? George, you're, you're following the mantra of the last week online, and you're trying to make this issue about something else. This. Like, this what guy I is am just for done. is protecting, with the highest the standards in our courts, the religious liberty of Hoosiers. I signed the bill. We're going to continue to explain it to people that don't understand it. And, uh, and, and if possible, we will find a way to amplify what this bill really is 
in the legislative process. But I stand by this law. It was an important step forward when Bill Clinton signed it in 1993. It's an important step forward to keeping the promises of our Bill of Rights and the First Amendment and our Indiana Constitution. It was the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. And by the way, would have prohibited a government entity from substantially burdening a person's exercise of religion. I'm thinking about it again because that subject is dealt with in the brand new book, The Shadow President, The Truth About Mike Pence. Michael D'Antonio and Peter Eisner wrote it. And this is Michael. Hey, Michael, thank you so much for being here. Good morning. It was one of those moments as I watched Stephanopoulos asking the question, and I don't think in a gotcha way. He was pretty straightforward when he said, is Advance America right when they say a florist in Indiana can now refuse to serve a gay couple without fear of punishment? In thinking that Pence was digging a political grave, I was wrong. He survived. Well, your your observation is, is spot on. He did survive. In fact, he thrived. So we have now a vice president who talks about being so kind and generous when he retreated to the cover of Hoosierdom and said, well, Hoosiers are really kind and nice people. That's true, but you can still be kind and nice as you discriminate against others based on sexual orientation. And that's precisely what he sought to do. Um, He got such a pushback on that law that he had to scramble to amend it and uh, defang it. But there is in Mike Pence this desire to impose a religiously inspired set of policies, and he's not quitting. Okay, so that's the question that I, I wondered all the while reading your book. This is not, his is not my view of the world from a religious perspective. You you say essentially at heart he's a Calvinist, this belief that God elects those who will prosper on earth and their successes prove that they are his favorites. Uh, not how I see things, but but Michael, I, I was wondering all along, I believe in freedom of religion and freedom from religion. Why should it care? Why should I care if, if this is his view of the world unless it is impacting his work. And I guess you're arguing throughout the course of the the book, like the uh, example I played from the Stephanopoulos show, it does impact his work. Oh, it's essential to it. When he gives a speech, he often identifies himself as a Christian first, a conservative second, and a Republican. In that order. In that order. And And he doesn't add American to it, which is a curiosity. And it's not Christian in the generic sense that everyone tends to understand it. You know, in reality, Christianity is a broad and deep river, and there's a lot of uh, tributaries contributing to it. But in Mr. Pence's view, there's really only one way to go about things, and it is his Calvinist view that God determines everything prior to anyone's existence and elects you to first become a believer and then to become his favored person. And he pensies in his success in politics and even his selection to be vice president and now um, one step away from the Oval Office, God's hand at work. And it's, it's, a, it's all often a matter of reverse engineering. So if I gain a success is because God wants me to be successful, and if somehow I have a setback, 
it's only temporary because in God's plan, I'm eventually going to rise to power. And, you know, I, someone can believe all of this, and that's certainly everyone's right to hold these views. But when it's central to your political identity, it's got to be discussed. So how then does Donald Trump factor into God's plan? If, if this is all being orchestrated with, with a, a, a prior uh, roadmap, then Trump's role is what? Just to set the table for him? Well, in some ways, yes, to set the table. But um, in many very conservative Christian churches, they're now teaching stories like the story of Cyrus, the Persian leader who helped shelter the Jews, uh, even though he was a pagan. And he's viewed as a person who did God's work almost unwittingly. And there are other stories from the Bible of non-believers who protected the Jewish people in service to God and in service to them. And I think this is what they imagine, that this very flawed President Trump, who says and does appalling things, is nevertheless useful. And Mike Pence is there to make sure that the next step will bring in this Christian kingdom on earth and really bring us under the principles that they prefer, which are very conservative policies. Your portrayal of him is one of a guy who is externally very nice, but plotting. What what steps do you think he's taking now to make sure that if this house of cards falls, he's ready? Well, first of all, the administration is seated with his loyalists. In every department, there are people who owe their jobs to Mike Pence. Donald Trump arrived in Washington without the contacts, without the network of people that a regular politician would have uh, entering the White House. So he relied on Mike Pence. So he's got the human infrastructure already in place in the administration. But across the country, he's also developing a vast political network. He uh, is was very quick to organize the political action committee, had it up and running within five months of taking office as vice president. It's better developed than Donald Trump's own PACs. It's got more ground troops, and he's out there on the hustings far far more often than President Trump. So there there is a very large swath of America that identifies the administration as Mike Pence's administration every bit as much as Donald Trump's. Do you think that he has taken any affirmative steps that would enable a 2020 candidacy to quickly materialize? Well, all of those things contribute to it. And I, I do think that he's just biding his time. It's fascinating to study photos of Mike Pence positioned at the president's shoulder at one event after another, he's, he's really developed the ability to be absolutely expressionless. So he's not necessarily showing that he supports everything Donald Trump is saying, but he's not criticizing him either. So he's, he said nothing about Roy Moore. He said nothing about separating families at the border and, and putting children behind bars. So he's not alienating the Trump base, but he's also, I think, positioning himself to appeal as that nice guy 
the friendly face. He says, I'm a conservative, but I'm not angry about it. And in that way, maybe win some independence and, and yes, be very viable as a 2020 candidate. This is Michael D'Antonio, co-author with Peter Eisner of the brand new book, The Shadow President, The Truth About Mike Prince. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive. Then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required 
accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. NetSuite.com slash Smirconish. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. This is Michael D'Antonio, co-author with Peter Eisner of the brand new book, The Shadow President, The Truth About Mike Prince. There's something you did not answer to my satisfaction in the book, so I'll give you a chance to tell me what you know about it. I, I wanted to hear your reporting on how close he came during the grab him by the P moment to getting off that ticket. But that is, a, in some ways, it's still a mystery. I, I I am certain that he gave great thought to jumping ship. What he really wanted to do was flip the ticket. He, he wanted somehow to maneuver Trump into the vice president's slot and make himself the candidate for president. I, this was a long discussion in the Pence family and with Pence intimates, and eventually they just decided to hold fast. In, in some ways, I think that just like Donald Trump, they didn't expect to win. So they, they almost didn't take the stakes seriously. And I think we're now seeing the outcome of people who did everything they could to win, didn't expect to win, and aren't necessarily prepared to govern. Hey, Michael, sometimes individuals who have had an, an epiphany have had that experience after a, a, a life lived fully of experiences, meaning on the wild side. But having read your book, it seems like he's always been a straight arrow. Okay, he lived in a fraternity, but he was the guy softly playing the guitar. Were there any periods in his life where he was beyond the bounds? I don't think there was a single moment in Michael Pence's life when he stepped outside the lines. It's it's fascinating. You mentioned his time as a fraternity brother. He was president of the fraternity by the time he was a sophomore, and he's actually the guy who ratted out the other fellows when they had a keg and got the whole house in trouble. Uh, as president, he did this. So he, it, wasn't, it wasn't as if he ever parted with the brothers. He, he really wanted that as a mark on his resume, that I was president of the fraternity. He actually... Uh, focused much of his college life around his conversion from Catholicism to evangelicalism, uh, led a local prayer group inside the campus, um, actually started to preach in those days. So there's a, it's not that rebellious streak that I almost wish he possessed, because I think he missed certain things in life that would allow him to relate to other people more fully. Do you think that in an evaluation of a Pence candidacy, however he gets there, whether it's by the president serving out his term and then Mike Pence decides it's his turn or 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 maybe the president's not able to fulfill his term and Pence runs for a full term. Do you think that he needs to be questioned in some record? I'm almost thinking of Kennedy in 60. 
I mean, is, is your concern for the way in which religion governs his approach to his job such that you think he needs to go that direction? Oh, I think it's absolutely essential. So when JFK ran, he eventually issued a formal statement saying that he would put the interests of the country ahead of his Catholic faith. The country had never elected a Catholic president and really pledged to all of America, that the Vatican wouldn't be calling the shots. And last night there was a gathering at the White House of 100 evangelical leaders. They were really uh, highly conservative, um, almost fundamentalist leaders. Uh, Many mainstream evangelicals would find this group really uh, lacking. Um, But it was almost as if JFK had invited the College of Cardinals to the White House, but this was an evangelical version of it. And I think Pence needs to deal with this. How is he going to uh, lead a very diverse, pluralistic society where getting along requires so much mutual respect when his whole agenda is driven by this very right-wing faith? Is there a particular question you'd want to ask him on that subject, if given the chance? Oh, I would want to ask him, are you intent on rolling back marriage equality? And is a total ban on abortion your ultimate goal? You know, and I don't take issue with someone's decision to be guided by faith in those areas. But it needs to be clear to everyone what's going on. And I think Right now, he has that friendly face. He speaks very, very well. He has a great smile. And he doesn't bellow and bray the way that Donald Trump does. So we have to tease all of these factors out of him and and get him on the record about them. Final question. But what is it that then separates him from predecessors as a vice president or president? Because don't they all at least profess the same level of belief? Maybe not Trump so much, although he did tell us it was his first favorite book. But I, I'm, I look, I, I believe they say what they need to say on the religion front in order to get elected. I don't believe that there are 435 members of Congress and none of them are uh, nuns. I said that incorrectly. I believe some of them are nuns. I don't believe them all to be people of faith the way they say when they're running for election. But what what is it then that separates Pence from the rest of that pack? Oh, I think this is a much more devout man than we've ever had in the White House, and not devout in a sense of worshipful. I think that he's uh, very devoted to fulfilling this Christian right agenda because he believes that it will ultimately hasten the second coming of Christ. You know, these, this is a, um, a spiritual, religious movement that is, has an ultimate goal, and it's to produce a Christian America in the way that they imagine Christian America would be, and it's not pluralistic. It has very little room for the non-believer and very little patience for any dissent. I appreciate very much your being here to give us a summary of the book. Thanks, Michael. That's Michael D'Antonio. The Shadow President is the title of the book. I made reference earlier to the way in which he says this often. I'm a Christian, a conservative, and a Republican in that order. Charisma, and so 
often says I guess that. I, I guess that was from his uh, conventions. Here's the question. Here is the question. Is, is this is this in very general, broad stroke terms, a good or a bad thing? I mean, the guy is a straight arrow guy, never has stepped outside the lines, hasn't hurt anybody, hasn't broken any laws that were aware, you know, leads his life on the straight and narrow. Michael D'Antonio argues, yes, but he's more devout in the sense of having and wanting to advance a Christian agenda for the country. And therein lies the rub. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.